Hello and welcome to Let That Shit Grow Podcast. This is Brooke. I am your host. Today, I am going to talk about my experience with pharmaceutical meds while I was on them and off of them and where I'm at now with it. So I hope this finds the right people and brings much healing. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome back to another episode. I feel like I'm on a roll. I just made an episode yesterday and I think I made an episode the day before that, but whenever I'm feeling called, I'm feeling called and I'm feeling the call again to make this episode. So let's jump into it, shall we? I have made, honestly, I bet I've made five episodes probably on this topic in itself, but every time I've made it, I just, it's been very therapeutic. Don't get me wrong, very therapeutic, but yeah, I just something about it. I'm just not quite ready to put it out there yet. And so it just sits in my drafts or I delete it. And then, yeah. So honestly, going forward with this episode, I honestly don't even know if I'm going to post this. We'll just see if it gets posted or not. Um, But I hope it does because I think this episode could relate to so many people, but I also feel like it could trigger some people as well. So just a heads up before we go any further, I'm not telling anyone to change what they're doing or to um, go against what any doctor has told them to do. I'm just wanting to talk about my personal journey and what it looks like when it started, um, how it went where it ended me up at, and how it's going now kind of thing. So um, just bear with me. I know this is a sensitive subject, and um, I admire every pharmacist, every doctor out there, no matter what. It's just my journey with pharmaceutical meds is what we're going to be talking about. So if this is something you think might trigger you or might offend you, I'm so sorry. I just want to talk about my journey and maybe... Um, connect with someone who is meant to hear this. So hopefully that clears that up before I go any further. Um, so yeah, I think I have, I don't know, always dealt with some type of anxiety for most of my life, but I've been able to deal with it and manage it and cope with it. Uh, I would say like high school, it kind of peaked, um, but I, I wasn't on any medication or anything for, I was managing it on my own kind of thing, just kind of recognizing like I've been having these feelings of anxiety with certain situations. And then when I got to college, it calmed down in a sense, but I also was in a, I, it started off kind of calming down, like it wasn't really affecting me. And then a major life event happened and it triggered this whole other energy to it. I guess it like magnified the anxiety and the dark side of it, I guess you could say. So when my grandma passed away in 2009, I was a freshman in college and I was not really surrounded with um, the best of people. I mean, I had my like good friends and stuff and that was super helpful, but relationships I was in at that time was not... um, very helpful to the situation, I guess. Like it wasn't awful, but it just also wasn't, it didn't contribute much help. It kind of like amplified the, it amplified it even more than it was already amplified, I guess. Um, Not that it's that person's fault or anything. Like they have their own healing to do and 
was in a place mentally then that they needed to go through, but it's just, it really made me spiral probably more than I would have if I would have been in a healthier environment, I guess. So I eventually went to a doctor because let's just face it, grief is crazy. If you've experienced grief, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like in that moment, you really don't see how like life can continue without that person with you in the physical uh, world like they used to. So in like trying to understand and cope with the idea of them being um, maybe with you, but in a different way, it's it's really hard to cope. And she was my person. She was like my mom to me. So it was a very big trigger for my anxiety. It was like icing on the cake. Like you thought you were coping, you could do this, but we're going to show you how bad this can really get, you know, when you go untreated or just ignore it. So I, I fucking went through it. Um, went to the doctor, had a huge breakdown in the doctor's room over what I was going through with my grief and stuff. And he suggested some type of medication. I honestly don't even know what it was. And a therapist. I wanted to see the therapist. I was really actually looking forward to talking to a therapist, but something happened that put that, um, I guess, on pause and just didn't make it happen at all. And I allowed it to stop me. So I didn't go. I regret it to this day. I think it could have helped me a lot especially at that time in my life, I think a therapist would have served me so much good. Um, But I didn't go for other reasons. And so I started the medication. I don't even think I finished a full month's worth of the pills because I just, I don't know, like I don't remember what contributed to me not taking it anymore. Um, They also put me on medicine, helped me sleep because I was not sleeping at all. And when I was sleeping, I was having night terrors um, or like sleep paralysis, that kind of thing. So I was on medication for that. I'm not going to say what it was, but I was on medicine for that as well. I stopped both of them because it freaked me out so bad. There was a night where I was sleeping and I literally like, it was sleep paralysis times 10 for me. I normally could like work my way through the sleep paralysis. And when I was on this medication for nighttime to help me sleep, it really did me in. And it was so scary that after it happening a couple of times, I'm like, it's just not worth me taking. And I just stopped taking it. So that was in 2009. So then I got off of everything within like before the month was even up, I just stopped taking both of them. Then I later on in life had kids and stuff. And if you're a female or maybe your husband listening to this and you've witnessed it yourself from your um, significant other after having babies, but postpartum depression is a real thing. Even if it's not to that point of it being postpartum depression, just your hormones in general after you have kids is so crazy. Um, I wish I would have known other alternatives because there's so many alternatives now to balancing out your hormones. But back then, I mean, no one really talked about natural medicine or remedies or anything like that. It was just, here's a pill. And so when I had my first born, I had some postpartum depression. It wasn't like um, a sadness, like 
or depression in itself. Like my symptoms were more like I was, I loved him so much and I just couldn't bear the thought of something in this world hurting him one day. Like it was just so unbearable for me. I loved him so much. It just scared me to think and hurt me to think like one day in his life, he's going to experience the emotion of pain and hurt and guilt um, and all these things. And so, yeah, I had postpartum depression, obviously, when I was experiencing those emotions and I was allowing it to like really uh, make me paranoid about things. So I got on a medication um, for that. And I will say that when I got on that, it helped tremendously. I didn't have any harsh side effects to the medication I was put on. It, it did help me through that period of time in my life. So then I was on it for probably like two years and then we wanted to try to conceive again. So I felt like, okay, I'm in a place now where I can start like cleaning out my body because we were having issues conceiving. And so I winked off of my medication with the okay with my doctor and I was fine. After I got off of it, it was like, okay, this, I'm glad I did this. I was handling it really well. Then I went on a vegan diet and everything. And a couple of years later, we ended up conceiving our second son. When I came home with him, my postpartum depression was way worse than the first time. I really needed help coping. And when I went to my OBGYN about it, they put me on a different type of medication than I've been on previously. So I started that. Now, I'm not going to say what the name of this medication is, but you can Google search whatever you want on this kind of stuff. Um, And again, I'm not a professional doctor or anything, but when you look into this and you really do your research, you will see that some of these medications, you should only be on them for a certain amount of time. So like this medication, it was only like recommended to take up to like, I think three to five months. And then you needed to like, in that three to five months, you should be weaning off of it, finding alternative ways of dealing with it. Um, Or maybe even switching the medication would have been an option. But I did not, and it didn't seem to be like a worry to anyone I was seeing at that time for medical help. So they continued to keep me on it and bump my dosages as needed. I also started another medication later on after I had my third son. So when I had my third son, I had stayed on this medication because it was safe, supposedly, to take while you're pregnant and breastfeeding after the baby's born. So I continued to stay on it. So at this point, I had been on the same exact medication that is only recommended three to five months for like, I don't know, at that point, it would have been two, three years. Um, And then I kept taking it for another two years. So ended up being like five years time I had been on this medication with dosage, you know, adjustments and stuff. And then I was also on other medication for other things as well. And so when I talked in my very first episode about my experience of like losing my sight and my um, physical like self, like I couldn't move my legs. I couldn't like move my body. I I had no control over my body anymore. And I I was like in a whole different reality. It felt like, um, it, that happened a couple of times. I go into detail about that because I also feel like that was kind of a spiritual awakening in itself. And maybe something contribute, contribute that to happening. Um, like maybe my spiritual awakening in a sense wouldn't have happened without that. So I've learned to embrace it because, over a period of time, like going to the doctor and doing tests and having scans done, like we can't really pinpoint what it was that caused it. 
But when I did my research, the only thing that made sense and really seemed to follow suit with my symptoms was serotonin syndrome. So serotonin syndrome is basically like, in summary, um, where too much serotonin is um, in your system. And this is what I think happened to me. And I, it's the only thing that makes sense at this point. Um, because I had so many tests done right after nothing came back. Like everything was fine. My heart was fine. My organs are fine. All of those things were okay. So the only thing that made me like think about it was serotonin syndrome because the medicine I had been on for five years, it was the only thing I was taking at night. And the only time this stuff happened was at night. So I basically told myself that's what it was, went to my doctor, said, hey, I think it was serotonin syndrome. She didn't disagree with me on it, but it was also something I came forward with. So it still brings me some, you're used to, it doesn't anymore. Um, It used to bring me some like fear and panic to think about because I, I was the one who was coming up with the idea of it being serotonin syndrome possibly. So what if I'm wrong? What if it's really something else? My body's failing me and I don't realize it and I'm going to die. And like, all these intrusive thoughts started coming forward um, whenever I decided to get off my medicine because I had so much fear of death after this all happened. Um, Like the thought of leaving my kids and my family like just devastated me. Like if I ever got to that point, like I couldn't accept that. And so like this is where I talk about like how fear was overcoming my life and I've recently just been past this, thank God. But it really did affect me for a long period of time, like almost in a year time. So anyway, so I go to my doctor. I'm thinking it's serotonin syndrome. She doesn't disagree. So we wing me off my meds and I have been off my medication ever since. So the weird part about this is when I started first working with the moon and the moon water, when I would write down my releases, the very first thing I wrote down was to get off all my pharmaceutical meds. And I didn't tell anyone this. Um, it was just kind of like something I kind of set for myself, but I didn't think it was really ever going to happen. It just, I had been on pharmaceutical meds for such a long time that I just like, if I could get off of it, that would be great. But I didn't think it would happen, at least not as fast as it did. So part of me feels like, and I remember like standing in the kitchen one day and taking my medicine, just like talking to my spirit guides and to source or God, universe, whatever you refer to and saying, I want to be done taking this. Like, please let this stop. Like, I don't want to wake up every day and have to feel like I need to take medicine or any type of medication to like get through my day. Like, I want to be able to embrace my life for what it is and feel like I can handle it. And I was in a place where I felt like I couldn't without medicine. And I didn't, I just was so sick of that feeling of codependency on a medicine. Um, And I shit you not. So I did, I had that conversation out loud to myself, to whoever's listening. And I worked with my moon water for the very first time that same month. And four or five months later, I was leading my first women's circle and the theme was around, I think it was like the strawberry moon or something. And I was doing a lot of self-reflection while I was setting up the circle for the ladies to come and sit down at. And as I'm like placing everything out, I it just hit me. Holy crap, I'm off all of my pharmaceutical meds. And that was the number one thing I wanted to release when I first started working with the moon. 
And so I just like had this jolt of energy before the circle even started. Like I have to tell these women that like, I knew that working for with the moon for me at least worked and releasing things was helping me make room for like better and more positive things. And so when this was like a validation before the circle started, I was, I don't know, it just gave me a new energy about leading the circle that day. And it was just a really cool experience. And so I was able to actually talk about that experience at the women's circle that day when I realized all this. So if you are in a place where you are so sick of it, I'm not saying go get off all of your medication and do all this. Okay. I'm just saying there are other options. Like I would take, um, I haven't been the best about it. I need to get more, but I used to take ashwagandha um, for 30 days on and then 30 days off. You have to do it on and off. And I did that and that was helping with my mood and it kept me from feeling the lows of lows and all of that. It kind of was like a dopamine boost for me to replace that um, other medication um, I work with cacao, which is like a natural cocoa. Um, it's a heart chakra opener. It's a, a plant, but I, you can buy it over the counter online, wherever. Um, so it's not like, you know, like THC or something like that. It's, it's just like a, another type of cocoa. So I work with that like once a month too and just have like my own little cacao ceremony by myself and just kind of um, open, take time to open my heart and um, sit with things. And it's also like a mood booster for me as well. I know some people drink it more often than once a month and replace it um, as like a coffee. Some people agree with that and some people don't. Um, I think everyone kind of has their own opinion about it. I just find that it means more to me if I don't do it all the time. So I just try to do it once a month. Um, so that's another alternative if you're looking into like more natural stuff. Um, lion's mane is another huge one. Look into that. That helps with like anxiety and stuff as well. You can buy like mixers to mix in your coffee or you can take capsules. There's so many other options out there. Meditation got me through the darkest of times. I'm really going back in and working with my meditation again because I had stopped with that and um, I could feel a difference when I wasn't meditating. So I've been meditating more regularly again, which has made a huge difference in my mindset. So journaling, it's like there's all these other alternatives, right? But like taking the time to meditate, taking the time to journal, taking the time to like find these alternative natural medicines it's, you have to go out of your way to do it. It's not as easy, I guess. Like, I think we have become so custom to instant gratification. Like, it's so much easier just opening opening up our cabinet and taking a pill. And I mean, there's obviously like capsules you can take for these other natural medicines and stuff, but it's just, I don't know, like you instantly feel better when you take it. Whereas like these other alternatives, it's a practice, it's a process and you have to like do it for a period of time before you really start to see the difference. So it's not instant gratification. You're not just going to like wake up, take ashwagandha or lion's mane and all of a sudden feel like a thousand times better. Like you have to like work it into your system. You really have to like do the work and like feel the things. And like also kind of going back a little bit, but like 
when I was on my pharmaceutical meds, this is just my personal experience. So I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm not saying everyone's robotic and numb to things if they're on medicine. I'm not saying that at all. But for me personally, after I got off my medication, I realized how numb I was to so many things when I was on it. And I say this because like when I got off of everything, the first month I was like fine, everything was going smoothly and stuff. But then I noticed like when things would happen that were um, harder to deal with or more stressful, I guess, or that gave me feelings of anxiety or panic, my emotions were so heightened that I really had to like go deep within and like really work on myself. And I realized when I was doing this, I was able to recognize my shadow self a lot more clearly. Uh, I don't think I was able to recognize my shadow self as much or wasn't as aware of my triggers as much when I was on the pharmaceutical meds because it was numbing so many different parts of me, if that makes sense. Um, So yeah, when I got off all the medication, I was able to heal and go deeper and recognize my triggers and recognize my shadow self in a way that I haven't been able to recognize it in a really long time. But with that being said, the cons to it was that my emotions were so heightened, right? So when I was triggered by something or was feeling a moment of like stress and anxiety and whatever, I had a really hard time like navigating it in that moment because it hurt twice as hard. I mean, hundred times harder than it would if I was on my medicine still. So I released a lot of emotion, which is not a bad thing at all. It was just different for me because I was actually feeling emotion and it was confusing at times. Like, why is this affecting me so much? Why does this bother me? When before it never really did, it was, well, because you were so numb. You were numbing yourself from like your shadow self and your triggers and your uh, fears and all these things that you couldn't really process it before and now you're able to finally feel things and it's a lot harder than, you know when you go five years without really feeling much emotion and then all of a sudden you do it it's a whole different reality I guess um and then being a mom and stuff during that time and still to this very moment it's um like I had times of feeling guilty about it like I should probably just go get back on the medication because everyone can cope with me a lot more and I can cope with myself a lot easier if I'm just on the medicine. And I went through a period of just guilt of thinking I would be easier to tolerate if I was just back on everything again. And it took a lot of self-reflection and self-love in growth on my end to realize like that was ridiculous for me to even think about and that if someone can't tolerate me feeling emotion or having triggers or whatever then they're just not for me kind of thing so I mean luckily it didn't really like affect anyone around me to that degree but I think a lot of people not a lot but I think a few people that I was still and still am surrounded with it was an adjustment for them because they weren't used to seeing me react, if that makes sense. So things would happen and I would start reacting to them. And I remember someone one day was like, are you okay? Like, I know you got off your meds and everything, but like, how do you think you're coping without it? And it's like, 
I'm good. It's just I'm showing up as a different person because now I'm reacting to things and I'm setting boundaries. Like I did not realize how much I was like allowing people to push me around and step on me and like say things and do things without me caring before. Um, But it was like a different type of not caring. It wasn't like this awareness of I see it for what it is. It was I was numb to what it is. And then in this moment without it, I was seeing it for what it is. And now I'm like, how the fuck did I go this long without setting a boundary to this? This is not cool. And so, yeah, it definitely struck um, this idea of me being a completely different person to some people. Um, And a lot of those people were people I had to set boundaries with. And I was like waking up to uh, the reality of what I had been living in while I was numb. And so, yeah, hopefully this has been somewhat easy to follow. I know it's a lot to ingest, but at the same time, when I was on the medicine, it did help me. So I'm not saying there's one way's wrong and one way's right. I'm just saying like there was a time where I did maybe need to just be numb for, for, for whatever reason, or, Um, and maybe people are disagreeing with that statement, but I'm just, I was a better mom, I can say, after I got on certain medication in those moments, because it was a lot better than dealing with postpartum depression without anything, because I had gotten so deep once before that it, you know, that would have been way worse off for me not getting help in that moment and getting on pharmaceutical meds was the right thing to do in that moment for me. So, but realizing that there's a time frame for it and realizing like, okay, postpartum depression's temporary. It's your hormones being irregulated or not regulated or whatever. And so now it's time to really like push forward and like navigate life without your without the medication that's supposed to help you cope during like that first five months after having your baby. So yeah, I don't know. It kind of just, when I went down, um, that, or I guess just like whenever I have that moment of losing my sense of self, my eyesight, and I fell down the stairs and all that back to the first episode of season two, you have no idea what I'm talking about. You can find that story there. Um, which led to my spiritual awakening. It woke me up to a lot um, of things that I never would have thought could be real, but I found it was real in that moment um, in time. So I'm thankful for it. It got me off of my pharmaceutical meds because it drove this fear for me to get off of them, which fear sucks. Fear's not real, but it triggered me to get off of it when I asked for help to get off of it to um, source or whoever. So that is my story with pharmaceutical meds being on and off of them. Um, if it's something that you're feeling called to do, definitely talk to your doctor, see what the alternative route is. I will say if you look into even, um, holistic doctors in your area, I live in a small town. You never would think like there was any natural doctors around here, but when you do the research and you talk to people Word gets out and you find those types of people who can help you heal naturally too. And if it doesn't work the first time, don't be like scared to go back to your doctor and say, you know what, I'm not ready because I get it. Like not every time is the right time to get off um, medication. But if it's something you feel like I'm aware of my thoughts, 
I'm aware of my triggers and stuff where I'm ready to face my emotions and my dark self and um, my shadow self and go through it and feel it and recognize it. And um, you can be aware enough to know when you're not okay to go back and get help because that was the biggest thing too. When I got off all my medication, I remember looking at my doctor and saying, if I can ever get through this, it's going to be now because this is probably the best mindset I've been in for a really long time since ever that I could ever remember. Like this is the best my mind has been. If I start to feel myself spiral, I will come back because I refuse to, you know, be, be this dark person. So if I felt like I was not feeling better or was starting to feel worse, I would come back and get the proper help that I needed. And I think that reassured her and my family as well. Just knowing like they knew I was in a place of navigating it healthy in a healthy way. So just keep that in mind. Um, find someone to talk to, um, whether it be a counselor, a therapist, a family member, just someone that you can check in with. I, when I got off my medication, I only told a couple of people and I just said, Hey, if you start to like recognize me, like going downwards, tell me, because sometimes you get clouded with your own shit and you like get lost in the darkness. So always let someone know that's really close to you that truly knows you, what you're doing. So that way they can, they can help you navigate it as well. And like help you recognize like when you're getting too far deep or too clouded in judgment because you just really want to push through it, maybe it's not the right time. I mean, I didn't talk about it just to save on time, but there was probably a couple of other times that I tried to get off my medication and it was not the right time and I had to turn around and get back on it. So don't get discouraged if the first time doesn't work or the second or fifth or whatever. Just keep following your intuition on it. If you're feeling called to do it, talk to someone about it, get an opinion, a professional opinion. If it doesn't work out, it's okay. You can always try again another day. It's it's already a stepping stone and it's already an awareness in itself. So um, hopefully this finds the right people. Hopefully this I came through clearly and in a loving way and not in a judgmental way at all for anyone who is still on medication because that's not what my intentions were. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my story with that in a brief summary, I guess. There's a lot more to it, but that's kind of the idea of it. So anyway, I hope this finds the right people and I hope this brings you healing. Have a good day.